Welcome to the Narrow Pod, Gospel Conversations for Confusing Times. I'm Turner. I'm Will. And I'm Ty. And uh, here we are, episode one. Uh, just We're like here. we talked about last week, it's been a, it's been a long road to get here. Uh, a lot of talking and a lot of doing nothing. Um, but uh, we finally decided to go ahead and do it. Um, and uh, we're going to start off by just talking about what all we are reading at the moment. Uh, head honcho, what you reading? Well, right now I'm in the middle of a book called The Community of Jesus, A Theology of the Church. And so uh, some of the things that it talks about the local church I think are going to be very germane to what we're going to talk about today. Uh, the church That's a big word. That is a big word. On this episode. <laughs> the other thing is uh, I've also been reading a book on Christian contentment by Jeremiah Burroughs, and it's a Puritan book. And it's just been talking about the need for followers of Christ to be content in what they're doing and content with what God has done for them. And mm. so um, I've been enjoying both those books. An overachiever. I know. Having two entries here. Didn't I know. Was and uh, second string on reading <laughs> goes to me and Will. Will, what you been reading? Okay, so I am unquestionably the sports guy yes. among the three of us. Um, I'm reading a book called God and Football by Grant Gibbs. Uh, kind of maps out his journey uh, going to, at the time, all 12 SEC football stadiums. Um, kind of seeing how uh, SEC football and the church maybe uh, compare and contrast and all that good stuff. It's been a fun read um, as far as books go. I cool. Don't, I don't read a whole lot, but this one's pretty good. Nice. I'm, uh, I am reading a book right now that, uh, that Ty gave me on um, transgenderism uh, and one on homosexuality and uh, just to try to get some, some uh, grasp on, on student ministry and, and what all we need to kind of do for uh, the culture and, and not for the culture, but um, kind of help us and in, in, in our leadership out on uh guidelines and that kind of stuff and so that's been uh interesting uh i'm uh still in the f- second chapter of the lord of the rings fellowship of the rings uh <laughs> it's been about a month since i started it and i'm a chapter in so give me about two years and i may there have the first book yeah. done um I don't and, know what it says about us that both of the books that we're reading came from ty's library yeah so <laughs> yeah um <laughs> I don't read. Um, <laughs> and then I'm also a, a huge nerd and a, a video game enthusiast, and so I'm reading a lot of uh, released lore books from Destiny, uh, which is a, a cool game that I love to, to play and shoot aliens. Uh, but it's got some of the best uh, lore uh, kind of thing uh, written into it, and so I'm reading through some of that. Um, but just kind of going along with what Ty was talking about with the church and uh, reading the communion of, of Jesus and, and uh, kind of digging into to the church. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, and uh, it's not going to be kind of this, this conversation on uh, should we be going to church now through, through this time of COVID uh, or, or that kind of stuff. We're actually going to save that for next week uh, when, when we talk about our own experiences through COVID and Kind of what we've learned and, and uh, what we've seen through the church uh, as a result of, of uh, this pandemic. But uh, we're really just going to kind of hit on the basics of church. Um, and, and the first kind of question that, that I've written down is, 
why should we go to church? Um, you know, it's, it's one of those off days on the weekends. Um, it's, it's an easy time to just chill out, mm. hang out with the family, uh, you know, watch sports at home. If you're into that kind of stuff, uh, play video games, whatever you want to do. But it's, it's always one of those easy days just to kind of chill out, relax, take a break. Um, so why should we be going to church? Who wants to, who wants to open us up? Why should we go to church? Well, first and foremost, we have to define what a church is or what is the church. And the mm. church is the body of believers, the ones who are called out uh, from the world to partner and serve together in doing the work of the Lord. Now, we, us three guys in this podcast, are Baptists, and so we're going to have a particular brand of what we understand the church to be. For for us, even though we, I think all three of us would say we believe in the universal church, as Baptists, our focus is really on the local church. The visible expression of God's people gathered together to worship together, to serve together. And so you have to define that when you say going to church. And then after you define that, then of course it is gathering together with other believers. That's really what the church is. The word means an assembly. That's how it's used in scripture. And so uh, that's what we have to do. But when we when we hold on to that or we have that understanding, then, then to ask the question, why do we attend or why do we join a church, uh, partner with a church? And for me, the simplest thing is just to say that's obedience. If you're a Christ follower, you're called to obey. And this is what scripture has to say in Hebrews 10. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And right there, um, you know, I, you heard what I said in those verses, and they really hold true to what a church should be. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. That's that's when a church comes together and and fellow believers confess what they believe and they worship God together. That that's really what that's describing. And then of course we're called to stir one another up to love and good works. We we need the church to help inspire us, to help build us, to help us engage. And help us just to follow Christ fully. And we need other people to pour into us. And we pour into them. And as scripture also says, iron sharpens iron. To sharpen one another to do the work of God. And then of course in those same verses, we're already commanded not to neglect to meet together. Um, and, yeah. and even in the day that Hebrews was written, it says that's the habit of some. And so that's, that's the reason we should do it. We come together because God's called us to. And because it helps us to honor and worship Him in everything. Yeah. And I... And I you know, it's something that, that needs to be clarified. It's not just the four walls we're talking about um, of a building, but, but the church is the body of believers. However, a lot of what we're going to be talking about this morning, or this morning, I'm back in like sermon prep. <laughs> uh, a lot of what we're talking about in, in the pod uh, today is um, going to be on that building. Why should we go? Why should we give up kind of this time? And um, to kind of piggyback on what Ty was saying, I uh, Acts 2.42, this is kind of what the, the first church was doing. Um, they've, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. And I think those four things, that's kind of um, to go with what Ty was saying on, on going and, and fellowshipping with, with a group of, of people to worship, uh, for teaching, for, for prayer. Um, I think that's huge. You know, we, we weren't created to be... Uh, alone we were created um, 
to have relationships, to, to, to be in a, a group, to be included kind of thing. Um, as much as I am a, a uh, introvert and have social anxiety and, and don't like large groups of people, we're also created to, to be together. And so um, that's kind of where I would go to, why should we go to church? That's, that's kind of how we're created to be is, is in, a, in a group. Yeah. Um, so my, my point almost brings the first two questions we have together. Mm. So we have this, uh, this question of um, why should we go to church and then why should we join the church? So I'm going to kind of merge those together a little yeah. bit. But uh, and kind of doing my research and my, in my thoughts, why go to church? Uh, go to church to spend time with your family of believers. You know, we talked about uh, a few Sundays ago. I know, Ty, you mentioned this in your sermon about um, being together like a family. The church is, is supposed to, to work like a family. And too many churches um, these days really want to emphasize their events and everything. And it's almost like, almost has this country club feel. Yeah. Um, Certainly. But... You know, the church is a family. You know, it's full of spiritual fathers and sons, mothers and daughters. Um, the church helps those who are needy. Each member of the family has gifts and responsibilities that helps the body of believers thrive. Um, and I was looking up Romans 12, 4 through 8. says, For as in one body we, may, we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, of service uh, in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Um, and so that was, that's when I got to the second question it was like oh man i probably just answered the second one yeah um but why join the church um and i very simply to be committed to a body body of believers to show commitment um to this family unit uh i bring it back to the family image when all parts of the family are working the family is functional when one piece falls out of place the whole picture collapses Mm. so that's kind of where, where I'm coming from, um, just with church. I think, you know, we, we've strayed, especially in the American church, um, strayed away from this idea, uh, the, this idea of family. Um, and that's something that I, I really, you know, really long for within the American church. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just like what Will was saying, our, our second question that, that we're going to kind of dive into is, uh, should we join a church or why should we join a church? And, and I think that Romans passage hits it. Um, and, and in my notes, what, what I've always kind of gone to uh, when I think of why, why join a church, why stick with you know one church, why not just church hop from church to church to church forever? Um, it, it all kind of comes down to serving. Uh, it comes down to um, this is where I'm going to plug in. This is where I'm going to find... Uh, a place to to serve and yeah we need to to have that time to grow and deepen in our own faith on Sunday mornings um, you know digging in with with the pastor digging in and worship songs through prayer through through giving um, that kind of stuff but 
we also need to have a place where we can consistently serve um, and help others and help them grow in their faith. And uh, as a new believer, I think, or even as a young Christian, I think uh, it's super encouraging to to look out um, when you join a church and to see the faces of um, kind of everybody there and know that, man, almost every single one of these people have been here. Uh, they're plugging in and they're here for me almost. Um, they're here to, to come alongside of me, to help me grow. But now I get to turn around right? and I get to be one of those faces that somebody else looks at. I get to be there to um, kind of come alongside and pray for and, and help help grow. What you got, Ty? Why should we join a church? Why should we join the church? Well, it comes back to, again, it does come to obedience. It comes to the need for others to pour into us and build into us. Um, and then it just comes back to the fact that um, at the end of the day, uh, we weren't meant to do life and live life alone. As yeah. Scripture mm-hmm. calls us to be with people, to serve with people, and to um, come together and and serve God with, with, as Turner said, to serve God together and, and think of what we can accomplish. I mean, as individuals, you may be able to accomplish some things, but I mean, the greatest movements and the things that really do serve the purposes of, of what people need require people coming together and working together. And the church is a beautiful image of that. In scripture, we are again told to, to come together and to have the same mind. Um, I think of Philippians 2, where, um, Paul says, have the same mind in you that is in Christ Jesus, um, who though he was in the form of God, I mean, did not account quality with God as something to be grasped, but he humbled himself, taking on the form of a a servant. And so that's what we do. We we unify around who Christ is for us and who he's called us to be. Yeah. And I know this isn't, this isn't our notes or anything or or a question that, that we've kind of written down and researched, but, um, you know. I think we all hit on serving as, as being a big factor of why we, we should mm. join a church. And, um, you know, serving inside of a church, we kind of group that into, um, like, student ministry or Awanas or uh, serving in the choir or something like that. But serving in a church could be anything and everything. I mean, um, I'd, I'd heard it said um, at, a, at a church camp one year that, um, this guy who was speaking, he had this old lady in his church that, uh, she loved cats and she loved tea parties. And so she decided to start a Bible study for older women who loved cats and tea parties. And they just combined the two. And that's how she served her church. She may not have been able to get out of her house, but she was able to host, she was able to dig in. And, and I think that's kind of, um, what we need to think about is, you know, God's given us these um, our own personalities, our own interests, our own um, gifts, um, and we can use those. I mean, I, I talk to students all the time about video games and how you can use video games to serve um, God and to serve the church. And um, I think whatever it is, sports, hunting, you know, fill in the blank, you can, you can find a way to serve um, and it not be kind of out of that comfort zone that, that you like. Um, and so you don't have to, you know, be a small group leader for a junior high boy, high school small group. You don't have to 
work with kids or do mm-hmm. kids choir like you can find a place to serve and and talk to your pastors um say hey i've got this idea um this is kind of where my interests are is there something here can we can we run with this and i think um we as pastors need ideas i think mm-hmm. it's great that that people come up and say like hey here's a, a passion that i have here's something i mean we're we're about to run with an idea that a church member came up and said hey I've got a passion for this. This this is something that I want to do, and so let's do it. And and I love that. And I think um, we need more of that inside of the church and uh, kind of that serving mentality. And speaking of serving, we're going to kind of jump into, we've talked about why should we go to church? We've talked about why should we join a church or should we join a church? Um, and now we're, we're going to kind of talk about what does scripture say about being the church? And uh, I think that has two folds to it. You've got being the church inside of your own community uh, or inside of the church's own community. So your local church, how can you uh, be the church to your church? And how can you be the church to the world around? Um, so who wants to who wants to start us off? I've got a little bit on this. Um, you know, we've talked about this, this word keeps coming up, uh, serve. Um being the church within within the within the church within our community means listening to those around us uh, and showing them the love of Christ and how do we do that? How do you show the love of Christ to people you serve? Yeah, you come together with with other people who want to serve, um, and serving people, you know, it, that shows Jesus to people really. Sometimes more than words, even, because you know may, maybe someone's in a situation where they're not, they're, you know, they don't want to hear what we have to say all the time, but they'll for sure accept something that we want to do for them, yeah. or you know, that speaks. Anybody can say anything. Yeah, the thing. for real. Um, it takes a certain amount of effort and action to do it. Exactly, you know? and and that's. That that's what speaks volumes to people is effort and and caring, um, and really that I mean that's what I have about you know within within your own community within your own church. So if we want, yeah, I'm I'm gonna piggyback on on a that Philippians two that uh, Ty had mentioned earlier, and um, I had written serving here. Obviously, we've been talking about it uh, a lot, but um, I think another key aspect of being the church to the church is uh, this aspect of unity, um, you know, have the same mindset among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. um, uh, to where does it mean we're going to disagree? Yeah, probably. There's going to be things that we disagree on, whether it's politics, whether it's sports teams, whether it's, uh, uh, do we like nerd stuff or not? Right. You know, <laughs> uh, we're all going to disagree on something somewhere along the way, but uh, when it comes to the church, when it comes to here's God's church, here's the body of Christ, we need to be living in a way that um, brings unity to that fact. To say, like, I'm a Christ follower, and I, I love the direction that our church is going. I, I, I agree with it. It may be out of my comfort zone. It may be um, super hard for me to... to grasp and to do it but I want to be unified with my church and um, I think I think unity is something that just like the rest of the world today church is struggling with um, 
and it's not just any singular church. I just think it's the church as a whole is struggling with um, this this unity aspect of mm-hmm. um, not just letting it be the me church, not just letting it be, well, here's what I want out of the church, but really digging in and saying, God, where do you want our church? Um, praying about it, just like in Acts, you know, they, they came together to pray for the church and um, in God's direction. And so serving alongside of unity, what you got to add, Ty? Well, I think we have to, and this speaks to both our responsibility to our community and to the world. But one thing I think we always have to keep ever in front of our mind is is the commission that we've been given. And that's the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Go therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. And we bring the church in to this concept. And that's what we're called to do. We are called to bring people to the Lord, to come to hear and accept the gospel of Jesus Christ. But it doesn't end there. And then, of course, as Baptists here, we believe in baptism. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't end there. It then is that process of discipling, that process, as Jesus says, of teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. Yeah. And so that's a large part of what the church does. It comes together and it fulfills this commission. And so we have to consider, is what we doing living up to that? Is it bringing other people to Jesus? And then once they are brought to Jesus and they come to faith in Christ and are baptized and join in this body, are we working to and I, I really bring discipleship down to I mean to simplify it, bring it down to that that second part of the Great Commission, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And so the church should be a place where we're teaching and pouring into each other and telling each other that we need to observe everything and know everything that Jesus commanded. And so that's that's what I think when we talk our big responsibility. Yeah. Is is that's the that's the center. And then everything else that we do should be feeding, pointing to, and leading to that center. Yeah, and, and we just all looked around the room at each other like, yeah, way to go, Ty. You just stole the rest of the, well, all of our notes. notes right now. <laughs> um, but I, I think that any anybody that's that's talking about um, the church and its, its um, goal um, for the world and for the church is going to go to the Great Commission, is going to go to go... Um, and make disciples of all nations. And um, I think that's that's huge for both the church and for the world. Um, and so before we, we kind of get into our closing stuff, what are some ways that, that we can be the church um, to our own community, so our own church, but also be the church to those outside, whether it's our, our town, our, our state, uh country world what you got so yeah ty stole our, our notes pretty much but you know we we look at that the verse 19 matthew 28 go therefore and make disciples how do you make disciples one way is to serve yeah you know we go back or i keep going back to, to the same thing you serve and you equip others to serve um that's one way um, for me that, that I've, I've just seen be so instrumental within the life of a church is just that just that simple aspect of service mm-hmm. and, and I think inside the church you've got so many just like 
um, you know, the different members of the body make up the whole body, and, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a reason for each member. Um, everybody's not going to be super outspoken. Everybody's right. not going to be super uh, uh, loving on people um, exactly. or loving being around a lot of people. Um, but you know, being the church to your church could be as easy as picking up a phone and calling um, someone who can't get out of their house or. Uh, going to the grocery store, picking up some groceries for someone who just lost a loved one. Or, um, you know, I actually got a phone call um, to to help bury somebody's dog because it died. And so it's, it's I mean, you never yeah. know what's going to happen. Um, but it's it's being open to even those little bitty things that we could look at and say, like, that, that's that doesn't seem like you know, serving, that doesn't seem like being the church, but, um, kind of being there for people in a day to day life instead of just on Sundays or Wednesdays or whenever you see them. Um, and then you, you branch it off into, you know, being the church around the world. Um, and I think it's in that verse of go, um, we have to take the steps to go, um, whether that is, uh, you know, around your community, around your, your, your town, um, or in your state or, or around the world even um, we just have to be open and willing to to go um, and to know that I love that last phrase and know that I am always there I'm with you to the end of the mm-hmm. age and um, you know bringing it back to the narrow walking the narrow hard road um, I think we can we can talk about all this we can talk about serving we can talk about um, you know, being the church, giving up our time, giving up our wants, needs, desires to be unified, to um, kind of follow God's will with with everything. Um, and some of you listening may be kind of like me, and you may say, "Man, that is super overwhelming," <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's kind of making my anxiety go through the roof. Um, but I always go back to that last phrase that remember I'm with you always to the end of the age that we can't do these things apart from God. Right. Um, we would get super burnout mm-hmm. real quick. Um, if we just tried to go and do and go and do without God being there, being that true rest and true, true peace that we have, uh, in our lives. I mean, you took everything I was going to say. Dill always comes back to what is Christ commanded, what does Christ call us to do. Uh, and at the end of the day, that's what the church is. I mean, it is people who love Christ, who come together to build each other up, to do what he says. And so, and as we're walking the narrow path, as we as Christians are doing what we're called to do, we just need to make sure that we're actually depending upon him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the church is the means to, he's given us to to fulfill so many of these things. It's not to be done as individuals. It's, it's meant to be done as community. And if we look at Scripture closely, when we look at Scripture from the beginning of time to where it, it ends at the end of time, it, it it's not just individuals. It's, it's God creating a people to serve him, to worship him, and to be with him. Adam and Eve were just the beginning of a family that was to be fruitful and multiply. Absolutely. And Israel was a people that, and I mean, you think about Israel's history. Israel uh, 
is a community where when one person sinned, it affected the rest of the community. I mean, we have the stories of of different individuals who who wars were lost, battles were lost because uh, individuals sinned. Not not the whole tribe, not the whole group, not the whole people, but individuals sinned. And so we have to come back to when it's good, when we're doing what's right. It's a community. It's salvation. It's a community effort in some respect. And and when we think in this day and age, I mean, there's there's a lot of splintering or a lot of uh, I will I will be involved with the church as long as it it gives me what I want. But it's really something we're called to be committed to just because we love Christ. And then we will see, though, I believe we we love Christ and we love what He's done for us and we love how He has spoken to us and and He's called us. Um, we will see. We will see the effects of of truly serving the local church, um, but I think we have to approach it with the attitude of obedience and a love for Him first before we we approach it with the attitude of what am I getting out of it yeah. or what will, yeah. what can it do for me? Yeah, and it's it's it kind of goes back to the narrow. It's as countercultural as it gets, where huh. culture says do things for you, um, do things what makes you happy, do the things that that is going to bring you. Uh, comfort and and uh, dependence and and everything else, but here you know talking about the church, um, this is not a a an independent organization. Almost you know it's not just you. It's not just the me church. It's not just what what can I get out of it? What can I do? What what is God going to do for me because I'm doing all these things? No, it's I'm doing all these things because I love God and I want others to to love God as, as much as I do to go and to make disciples and, yeah. and use whatever God's given us. And, um, we'll probably have an episode on me church and kind of, um, the, the difficulties of combating that or, or, uh, kind of growing out of that phase. Cause I think every church kind of goes through that at one point or another. Um, but, uh, that's it for, for, this episode for the first episode it may be a little shorter maybe a little longer i don't know uh but we did it but we did it guys <laughs> we it's did crazy <laughs> we did a thing um but thank y'all for for listening to the narrow pod and until next time i'm turner i'm will and i'm ty and we pray that in everything you do you walk the narrow mm-hmm.